0: Weird News, it's a little side spin we're doing. I'm Ben, I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Claire.
1: Hey.
0: We're doing this, uh, we're going to release this as a weekly thing now instead of being on the, the end and the start of the episodes, so you get to listen to the full topic instead of on the Weird News, and you can listen to this as well. So it's two things we're giving
2: you, we're splitting it up, being productive. It's still the same, isn't it? No extra production, it's just splitting it in two. Don't tell them that, the
0: listeners will think they're getting something free. <laughs> but hello and welcome back to everybody as well. Nice to see you all after lockdown. Yeah, you too, mate. Yeah, it's been a fucking nightmare, hasn't it? It's been a bit shitty, let's say the least. But now we're free-ish.
1: To run through the fields. Mm. Not quite holding hands yet. To but... the
2: fields of wheat. <laughs> let's go nuts!
0: <laughs> you wanna, go get, you wanna get, nuts? <laughs> get nuts? Let's get nuts! <laughs> Alright,
2: what are we are gonna start with? Okay, just straight into it.
1: So, there's a man that's died after taking on a food challenge that uh, saw him try to dime 50 eggs.
0: Wow! So, 50 eggs will kill you. And how much was the bet? $34 yeah oh the poor
2: twat dying for $34 did he eat 50 was it exaggerated oh,
1: oh. So, so Pashyada from India was dared by a mate to eat the enormous amount of eggs and he'd receive as you say 34 Australian dollars the 42 year old um, of the Utah he's an idiot he
2: should know better at least have a dollar an egg yeah. a dollar an egg yeah 2,000 rupees? Is that a lot in India? It might have been his
1: day's wage, 34
2: year, Australian dollars, I think that is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah right? but just yeah. 2,000 rupees above it. Yeah. Could be
1: his day's wage. I still wage. have
2: no idea what how much that is. I don't know how much an Australian dollar is compared to our pound. But fuck knows about rupees? So you like mean some you, you don't know the, the pound to rupee <laughs> exchange rate, Mark? Yeah. Oh, man. Not until I get that chip on my head. <laughs> Where's my chip, Elon? <laughs> Get it together.
1: <laughs> so this guy from the um, Utah Pradeshis of Jampur district took on the bet and managed to eat 41 eggs before collapsing. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> he was halfway through his uh, 42nd egg when he felt unconscious. Oh, man.
0: Looks like egg poisoning. Uh.
1: <laughs> so it sparked an investigation onto how and why he has collapsed and eggs Experts believe Uh, the incredible amount of eggs could have caused severe disruption in his digestive system, and possibly be linked to high cholesterol.
0: Extraordinary!
2: What? Feel left out, worry? Yeah, (laughs) what?
1: So, a medical website has also highlighted that um, consumption. Overconsumption of eggs can increase a person's risk of death by seven percent. Isn't that? Oh,
0: whoa. Oh, oh. this is terrifying to me because I, I.
1: You like a few eggs, to eat. I, I
0: have an, an egg. What, probably five days out of seven, yeah. four days out of
2: seven.
1: I
0: don't eat one egg. I eat six at a time. Fuck me.
2: <laughs> I
0: have two. I don't uh, think, you know two sandwiches and two eggs. I put six oh, in I, an omelet.
1: I have three in scrambled egg on one piece of toast. Well,
0: that scr- scrambled egg's fair enough, in my opinion. That's fair game. Because you've got to make a decent amount of scrambled egg, haven't you?
1: Yeah, you don't want to go to all, like, yeah. you know, bouncy, do you?
0: Yeah, and the same as, like, you know, a sandwich. You have a couple of bacon and egg sandwiches. That's two eggs on it. big big's your pan, each. Mom? Yeah. <laughs> We've got a huge pan.
1: Enough
0: <laughs> to fit six eggs.
1: It's got a skill. A skillet.
2: I poach mine, though. Ooh, I like eggs of all flavours.
0: <laughs> Flavored eggs.
2: Eh? <laughs> okay. do right. I Like them fried,
0: scrambled, poached. Oh, I do like all varieties of that cooked down. Yeah. I must admit.
1: Going on from this, though, the, the in the article below, another guy is at 50 Cadbury's cream eggs, Ooh. and he's alive.
2: Well, he's yeah. pretty diabetic now. I, I could do that. You think?
1: Yeah. He did it on his no, YouTube channel. And he washed them down with warm water and a bit of milk.
2: I've had ten in a row. Fuck me!
1: <laughs> are you still alive? You buy
2: them packs of ten, don't you? And I, I was like, you know, watching TV, and then I just realised there's one egg left. or there's only one left. <laughs> <laughs> so, six eggs a day. <laughs> ten, <laughs> cream eggs. Ten, ten cream eggs. Ten cream eggs.
1: a day. I only
2: eat things that are egg-shaped. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that can increase your risk of death. Seven mm-hmm. percent. Fuck me. Well, there anyway, I'm always dubious of stuff like this, because technically we should all be fucking dead, shouldn't we? Can't eat beef, can't drink beer, can't eat an egg a day.
1: But this guy can eat 1.3 kilograms of sugar and yeah. then 50 <laughs> eggs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but like I say, he's diabetic now. He has <laughs> to inject himself with insulin. Chocolate's
1: poisonous, you know. It is, isn't it? He said it he, he felt like a bit worse for wear the next day, like he'd been like on the, on the lash the night before, that's what you said he felt like.
0: I'm surprised it wasn't shit into the eye of a fucking <laughs> needle, never <in> mind.
1: <laughs> so that makes you wonder if it's the sugar in our in our alcohol that makes you feel shit, as opposed to the actual alcohol in the alcohol.
0: Well, yeah, I guess it's a bit of both, isn't it? And imagine mm. all the stuff that goes into your to your booze nowadays, the sugars, so you've got, is that gin and... Gin and tonic cans there, Claire.
1: Yeah, gin and tonic. So yeah. that's
0: grain alcohol and tonic waters. So that's pretty good. I'm on lager, which is terrible. Got a cup of tea. It's got sugar in it. Yeah. Oh well. Well, we're all going to die. And the food we eat is going to kill us. <laughs> Fantastic. But don't make stupid bets eating fifty eggs. No,
2: or you'll explode.
1: <laughs> he, could, he could have had a rupture of some sort, couldn't he? he diet you know, ruptured something, the, the, the amount he put into his stomach, and he could have bled from the inside, you know, until they do an autopsy and all that lot and find out what what the crack was.
0: Oh, oh! it hell. <laughs> <laughs> She's on fire tonight. <laughs> all right, then, what's the next
2: one? I, I found this especially for you, Mike. Okay. Chinese authorities seized 7,221 human penises on cargo ship from Nigeria. Oh wow! I wonder if I give me one. <laughs>
1: human penises.
2: Yep. The organs, which were hidden in a refrigerated freight container, were seized when the ship harbored in the Shanghai port, following information from an anonymous informer who alerted the Chinese authorities. Yeah, the guy who's one of those penises no. most probably. <laughs> the organs are packed he's been
1: running after the truck since his penis was put off (laughs) (laughs) he
2: stowed away
0: on the boat and everything he's like I'm getting my penis foot back on commitment Uh, I'd do that (laughs) you're not taking it I will walk to the coast with my bleeding groin cupped in my
1: hands. How are you going to find your own penis when you come across a huge box of penises? I'll
0: find it. Don't you worry. I know exactly what it looks like. Not will be able to tell by the touch and the feel. <laughs> oh. oh, i
1: I'm
2: Just imagining Ben just sifting through a box of dicks at the moment. Pick up the biggest one, no? <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just I do, this was mine!
1: <laughs> this was
0: <is> mine, honestly! <laughs> ben, that's 15 inches long and black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did you know it was a Mandingo? Um, <laughs> 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 uh.
2: The organs were packed in 36 boxes labelled as plantains inside the refrigerated container on a ship that transited from Lagos, Nigeria and the ship's crew consisting of four Nigerians, two Malians and two Cameroonese, now being detained. My question is how did they acquire <laughs> all
0: of these penises? Were they taking them? Or did someone did sell them to them? Donations.
2: <laughs> Donated? <laughs> these are questions I need answering. The Chinese General Administration of Customs, Li Wu, the spokesperson, said these c- organs are common commodities now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are they?
2: But they were certainly harvested in unsanitary conditions or contaminated at some point, so we can't let them out on the Chinese market. Is, is that what he's worried what? about? <laughs> That's all he's worried about. Oh well, you know, can't
0: let them out the Chinese market because they might be contaminated.
1: And they're but quite the f- commonplace these yeah,
0: days. The, the, the fact that the seven thousand penises on a boat is not phasing the man at all. But China is Jesus. the world, one of the world's large, if not the world's largest consumer in black market organs.
2: They love that shit. Yeah. Well, it will cost you hundred and sixty thousand dollars to get one of these cocks.
1: These specimens of this size. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, they were probably taken with a machete <laughs> on a tree stump. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> after African rebels went into and decimated a village, mm-hmm. its total value was more than 1.15 billion US dollars. Wow. Yeah, so African armed group,
0: armed rebel groups, turned into organ trafficking to finance their military operations instead of just selling drugs the old-fashioned way.
1: Well, you have to like put them all individually into their own little box with ice on, and you know all sorts, if it was to ever be used for yeah. transplantation. In but different. it was in a
2: refrigerated cargo, wasn't it? It was kept cool.
1: Still, you know they—they're saying that there's just like loads of cocks in one box. How
2: many cocks in your box?
0: <laughs> Seven thousand two hundred twenty-one, apparently. <laughs> Plantains as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible and horrifying. Because I guarantee the majority of those people did not want to lose their cocks.
1: He <laughs> just looks stunned, like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> Terrific, isn't it? Yeah. Where we need to find out about the people complaining about the the loss of cocks.
0: Yeah, where are they? Well, they're pretty dead. Bleed out. Yeah, or just shot afterwards. Oh, there's a lot of eunuchs wondering about now. <laughs> speaking of experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> either way horrifying indeed let's move on yeah UFOs have disabled America's nuclear weapons claims former US intelligence officer equally terrifying mm. if you believe it former US intelligence officer Louis Elizondo you remember him? yeah I do he's from um, the Stars Academy yes exactly the Tom DeLonge company? You familiar with that, Claire? No.
1: Do
0: you remember the guy from blink on eighty two, the singer?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, he set up, he's obsessed by UFOs, mm-hmm. and he has set up this thing called the To The Stars Academy, and the, the the idea is that they will reveal the truth about UFOs and aliens, and he's hired a lot of former US intelligence guys, the biggest uh, irony in the world, <laughs> intelligence officer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not usually very intelligent half the time, but Still, this guy, Luis Elizondo, claims America's nuclear weapons have been disabled by UFOs and sent out a warning that countries such as China and Russia have control over the alien technology. Elizondo rang warning bells, fearing that the other countries could strike at the heart of the US any time with the help of their foreign adversarial technology, hinting the countries have a secret pact with aliens. (laughs) Fuck. That's not fun. Elizondo previously worked as director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Programme, or ATIP, which is a secret and undisclosed Pentagon team that reportedly studied UFOs between 2007 and 2012. Now, this guy was uh, part of the, the team that released the UFO Pentagon, the Pentagon footage of them, the jet fighters, the Tic Tac the uh, craft being chased by US yeah. fighters and doing all sorts of weird shit that we couldn't possibly do is he an expert on this well i suppose so more than anybody above me <laughs> but it's not the first time these claims have been made because i've seen many a documentary there's another chap floating around who was a, an officer in the 60s who said that their uf their nuclear weapons were disabled by a, a ufo hovering over the base
1: okay
0: uh, elizondo says i think for me the most concerning thing of those incidents that involve our nuclear equities there seems to be a very distinct congruency between unidentified aerial phenomena, associated UAP activity, and our nuclear technology. Uh, the New York Post quoted him as saying, "As whether it be propulsion or weapon systems or whatnot, and that's concerning to the point where we've actually had some of our nuclear capabilities disabled by these things, and that they have an active interest in our nuclear technology." Hmm uap's have in the past interfered with some of our nuclear capabilities that's fact he said sending out a warning The people need
2: to be prepared if there's an imminent attack by external forces well it depends what they're doing because the only story i've heard of is they disabled nuclear warheads yeah that's what he's saying they disabled them yeah so we can't fire them in retaliation to a
0: a russian or chinese sneak attack whether it's pesky commies or uh, an alien invasion Okay, well, you can't have nukes anymore. Let's even the playing field be even more in our favour.
1: Or they're disabling them because they're just like fools! Just like, you know, send
2: you know. Oh, I guess. Disabled
1: like, you just disable them so we can't use them, we can't.
2: Like Picard would do in Star yeah. Trek or something. Yeah. Or, it's,
0: I don't trust whether they're disabling our nuclear weapons, whether they're acting in our own interest or not. It's not up to them. What's well, the first directive? The prime directive? It's mad, isn't it? Don't interfere with developing oh, species. Yeah. Yeah, but we're assuming that they've got a prime directive they might not have. They might just be like, you know. Clearly, they've had years to watch Star Trek. It's been
1: beamed out into space in the 60s. So so they know our, our standards. <laughs> they should not know.
0: Maybe they think that we've got that. Maybe it's like Galaxy Quest. They think the show's real. Huh, could be. I'd take us to your John Luke Picard. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Oh well, okay. Well, We've only got, got Boris.
1: By the time they got here, then you know it would only take a bit of bit of probing to find out that we haven't.
0: We will just get Patrick Stewart out. Say, look, just play the fucking character, all right? <laughs> just get in character, Patrick, Sir Patrick, and just do your thing. Yeah, could try that. Either way,
2: terrifying. It certainly is. So, all right, what have we got next then? Who's next, Claire?
1: So the SpaceX capsule is set to bring back the first crate of space-aged wine to Earth.
0: Space-aged wine. <laughs> <laughs> so the same. It's just been stuck in space
2: for a bit. It's, there's nothing. It's in. aged in space, hasn't
1: it? I thought the aging process sort of, like you know, in the barrels and in wherever and in the with the cork is meant to give it its flavour anyway. So how is it going to do that in space?
0: And the gravity, because it's got a cell, hasn't it? The sediment's going to be in it. I don't know much about wine. No,
1: I don't, to be fair. So, the SpaceX Dragon successively undocked from the International Space Station on Tuesday, and it's heading back to Earth with the, um, the first wine on, on board. It's been there, and if you want a truly out-of-this-world glass of vino, then you might be in luck, because SpaceX Dragon that arrived at the International Space Station on the company's first... 21st resupply services mission for NASA successfully undocked from the ISS at 9.05 on um, tuesday january 12. loaded with 4,400 pounds of scientific experiment and other cargo what's all the cargo what's the cargo
0: scientific experiments <laughs>
1: it's a lot isn't it they're upgraded dragon aircraft spacecraft Executed the first undocking of the US commercial cargo craft from the International Docking Adapter with NASA ex- astronaut Victor Glover, the first black a- astronaut to make an extended stay at the station. I
2: was going to say he's not the first black astronaut, that's Major Tundi. Yeah, that's true, Major
0: Tundy, Hashtag bring him home. <laughs> I hope he's Danny Glover, some relation to Danny Glover. <laughs> he's just getting really sweaty in a Hawaiian shirt as he's part of the... I'm too black for this. <laughs> I'm too black for this shit yeah. <laughs> no he says I'm too old
2: doesn't he yeah.
1: so the dragon is expected to make its parachute assisted splashdown into the Atlantic Ocean and on board will be the first crate of wine well Isn't I hope the... it survives
0: the splashdown <laughs> <laughs> it would be really gutting wouldn't it <laughs> well the astronauts are just drunken on the way down <laughs> So, yeah, you've touched down in the ocean, you're going to have to wait six hours to pick up. Well, we do have that crate of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: and this was an experiment launched by a Luxembourg-based start-up company.
2: Their goal is to tackle the solution of how we're going to have an agricultural tomorrow that is both organic and healthy and able to feed humanity. Well, good for him, but can they just sent up some, like, you know,
0: I don't know, chocolate bars or something? Well, why would you do that? Well why is it gonna be wine? Why not why not any any other type of food? Or drink? Um, they just wanna sell it for a massive profit because it's been to space. Yeah, probably. I don't know, it doesn't really tell it, does it? And it's like, oh great, you know, they want you know people on Mars may want a fucking glass of wine with their potatoes, with their shit potatoes. Great. Well other things to think about.
2: Should I be drunk when I'm an astronaut? I don't know. They're just testing to determine the impact of space on wine.
1: And they're going to be leaving it, leaving it shut for a little while, and then, and then trying it, yeah, you know, to see if it's made any difference to the, the bouquet, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. I hope it was radiation shielded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, because the ISS, yes, it's shielded, but it doesn't stop everything. If you're up there for ages, you get cancer.
2: Well, they were packing <laughs> steel cylinders. Oh, well, great. Would that would that stop the radiation? I've
0: no idea. Probably not. No, doesn't no lead that stops radiation. Uh, it's
2: just steel, must a bit. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. All right. What have we got next? Okay, moving on. Gender reveal party using eighty pounds of explosive sets off earthquake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A New Hampshire man turns himself into police after detonating explosives as part of a gender reveal party held in a quarry.
0: Where did they get these explosives? Is that the first time we've heard about uh, people setting off bombs to do a gender reveal? That guy killed himself with a pipe bomb not so long (laughs) back. Where are people getting C4?
1: Why haven't I got any C4? Maybe it wasn't C C4, maybe got loads of, um, like, fireworks and just, you know, emptied them out and bundled them together.
0: Why
2: haven't I got that? Get Because the, a... the shop's not sell me fireworks anymore. <laughs> well, the source of the blast was 80 pounds of Tannerite. That's a proper explosive, I've heard of that. 36 kilograms. That's a lot. Which is typically sold over the counter as a target for firearms practice, police said. Oh, that's what I've heard it before. You shoot at a target, and if you get to... Crit- they do it on
0: shows on like the History Channel or something like that where they're mm. testing weapons. So they'll stick this tannerite right in a ballistics gel dummy and sh- to show you what had happened when a round went off or something. Or they'll put it behind a brick wall to show uh, the penetration of the bullet.
2: Nearby residents said the blast rocked their homes and some reported property damage. Fucking hell! <laughs> We had this god-awful blast, Sara Taglieri, who lives in a home that abuts the quarry, told the television station. It knocked pictures off our walls. I'm all up for silliness and whatnot, but that was extreme. Uh, (laughs) Nobody got injured. Well, that's something. There were cracks in the foundations of people's homes nearby.
0: Jesus, I bet bet the insurance won't cover that. Hey, with well, your cracks in your home, yeah, some idiot let off some fucking tannerite in the, in the quarry and it caused an earthquake. Sorry, we're not covering that.
1: There's a guy with the base box in a VW that comes past our home and makes the windows shake with the, with the base box. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, oh hope every time <laughs> he comes.
2: <laughs> bit extreme though, isn't it? Yeah. What's wrong with a bit of fireworks, you know what I mean? What's wrong with them? setting some balloons?
1: Yeah. Well, they, well, they do them ones that are like, you know, like the, the party poppers, don't they? They do bigger versions of them. What's wrong with that? Uh, and it comes out blue
0: confetti yeah.
1: or pink confetti. Yeah.
0: Just, you know, we'll just
1: got
2: and have one
1: Just Hampshire. tell
0: everyone normally. Like normal this people. do.
1: In Hampshire in the UK? Yeah? No,
0: New Hampshire, America.
1: Oh, it had to be American, didn't it? Yeah, bigger and better of
0: everything. Just tell him on the normal way with a phone call or a text message. Is mm. that? Or we'll post on Facebook. What else? We'll post it on Facebook. Using. There's no reason to set off a. 36 pounds of high explosive. 80 pounds. Oh yeah, 36 kilograms. Yeah. 80 pounds. That's a lot. That's a lot of explosives.
2: It's unnecessary, in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And now he's going to have a fucking. insurance claims. Yeah. From- and a lot of pissed off neighbours yeah oh alright then idiot Another one
0: yep ooh this was for you Maine may legalise viking star funerals and let you literally go out in a blaze of glory when I need to move to Maine clearly <laughs> it's really cool Inquiry to post your kindred drifter during a pleasant round of truth or dare at a Halloween party how might you need your bear or to be I think this is written like Edgar Allan Poe there are a great deal of approaches, obviously. It is a rarity indeed, considered on the grounds that the prospect of making arrangements for your own post-mortem occasion isn't exactly a glad one. In any case, if you somehow manage to portray who you'd like your burial service to be, normally in the words of epic or boss may ring a bell. Without a doubt, there are a great deal of wonderful melodies that you may have effectively considered in your rundown, yet the way as such is certainly not a simple one to show up at. Back in the days of the time, Viking champions, most groups used to lay their dead on a boat and let it out to the ocean. The boat was loaded up with roughage and other inflammable material and a bowman would fire a bolt at it or he would fire an arrow at it. Crossbows fire bolts. Bowmen are not crossbowmen. A complete difference. See, these fucking emo twats trying to be Edgar Allan Poe making it hard for me to read could have just fucking written this normally and not been factually inaccurate.
2: Well, I think it's nice and recently written properly for once. Okay, you may have got that incorrect, but rather than the fucking normal dross that we have from Alien Star, you leave the alien, <laughs> the alien and you're going to mock myths, magic, and monsters again, aren't you? Yeah.
0: I nearly had an episode, a thing for you on that, the, the frog people sightings. Ooh. But there wasn't a lot of evidence at all; just a broken gauge and some children. That was it. It was even I wasn't convinced. <laughs> so when the boat illuminated it turned into a magnificent consuming ash until it at last chars everything including the cadaver prior to being immersed by the water these Norsemen were following the desire of the god Odin who wanted that all dead men be ignited their things laid upon them upon the heap and their remains are projected into the ocean or covered in the earth according to the Heimskringla. <laughs> Heimskringla. One of the essential messages that fill in as a reason for Norse folklore. Well, I've always fancied a Viking burial, due yeah. to the fact that I am a fucking Viking. I think they're sick. I'm not hearing any agreement.
1: No, I think they're sick. I think, you know, you could watch it go out and... Well, you'd sit there until it had gone, wouldn't you? Over the horizon. Over, over, over the horizon, I would <laughs> and just, just, Yeah. You'd sit there and have a drink, wouldn't you? You know, it's, it's quite a nice way to go. Is yeah. it
2: very eco-friendly?
1: Well, it's just got the
2: ashes in the sea. Yeah. Depends what shit you put in with it, innit? Well, yeah, I was going to put a load of weed killer in with me. <laughs> My last wish is to poison the ocean some more. <laughs> and
0: the, the burning weed killer drifting back to town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want to poison all the fucks at the shore. fill with weed killer. <laughs> The specific bill in Maine goes back to the difficult work of the good-grown great beyond. This funeral director administration association performs unconventional burial services, remembering outdoors ones for the property they own an estate. None of this makes any fucking sense. (laughs) It's written so shitly. Basically, Maine are going to let you have a biking burial if you want one. There's going to be 20 sections of land... And this who are these emo cunts are that have fucking written this like Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe. Number one, he was shit. Number oh, two, no. Edgar
2: Allan Poe's fucking awesome.
0: Go then name me three of his best works. The Raven. I saw the Simpsons episode the of that, Ta- he was shit. Jahr- <laughs> sau- 10 saw the <laughs> Simpsons episode of that. <face>. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even name three, but he's fucking wonderful. <laughs> no, Mike, no. <laughs> They've written this like twats. Huh. It's made no sense to sum it up for the listener. Mainly gonna have a Viking burial, maybe. There's
1: a button there that says suggestions.
2: Yeah, suggestions. Show.
1: I think.
2: (laughs) Stop writing everything like cunts. There you go. www.edgarallanpoets.com.
0: They're a noir rock band, so they all wear black and mope about. I assume. Well, I won't be listening to your shit. (laughs) If your lyrics are as bad as your prose, I'm definitely not gonna fucking listen. (laughs) I'm definitely not gonna listen to it. Right, well... And yeah, that bombshell. And that bombshell. Don't listen to these fuckers, they can't write a damn thing. Mm. OK, thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening to our first ever Weekly Weird News segment on its own. I've been Ben. Don't drink do the favorite eh? Don't join do a cult. You might want to form a shield war we'll keep socially distanced.
2: <laughs> I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been
1: Claire. Keep an open mind. but not so open that it spills like your ears.